Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Kate Faulkner. Hello, hope you're okay. Thank you for downloading today's podcast on Friday, October 6th. Our top story today, the man in charge of Gillingham this weekend has spoken after Neil Harris's shock sacking. He left the club yesterday with the club saying it wishes to go in a different direction. In a poll at Kent Online, 46% of people thought it was the right move with 53% saying he should have stayed on. Keith Millen's in control on an interim basis and will lead the side against MK Dons at Priestfield tomorrow. I have been here too many times and it's not something that I'm particularly proud of so I do know what what it takes if you like to be this sort of interim manager so uh, spoke to the players uh, like always the, the first day when something like this happens it, it, there's a shock there's a disappointment um, and it, it doesn't really matter what I say to the players it's, it's a case of like listen this has happened, this is football, um, the club have done it for the reasons they, they want to do it for. Really, I, I, we didn't train much really, it was more about just getting them out in the fresh air, sending them home just to clear their heads really, and then hopefully tomorrow they come in um, trying to focus on, on the important game on Saturday. Sometimes managers will lose their jobs, whether you're top of the league or whether you're bottom of the league, there's always a reason for it, isn't there? Um, so the club have gone in the direction they've said so the, the timing of it was a shock I think it was the timing but I've seen it before it, and it, it happened again um, it doesn't always reflect on on the results whether you're winning or losing it, there's, there's always a reason isn't there well it should be a reason for it to happen so uh, it's a case really of me picking up the pieces of where the players are and normally when this happens you'll have some of the dressing room that might be secretly quite happy that might not have been playing and you'll be other players that be disappointed because they've been probably playing regularly so you always get that sort of mixture within the dressing room whatever the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Ken, Ken and Hesse have been here now for 18 months they've been involved in the process of bringing players in as well so it's not just the manager and the players, it's, it's the club and the players as well, isn't it? So um, there will be disappointment quite naturally. That's, that's the, sort of the, the, um, the reaction you, you'd want to get anyway. And then Neil's a, not only a good manager, but a, a, a really top bloke. So um, I've only been here sort of seven months now and I've sort of been in and around the first team, but obviously got to know him well. So. Um, that's unfortunately the, the sad part of it all. I'm obviously taking the team Saturday. Um, I'm different to Neil. I've, I've been a manager, I've been an assistant manager, I've been a caretaker manager too many times. Um, so my ideas will be slightly different to Neil's or any other manager and then coach, that's the way you, you work. You have to have an identity to what you want. Am I going to turn it round in one and a half training sessions? No. So um, today was a case of seeing the players. Obviously, they played Tuesday, so there was some tired legs out there. So I've got to tomorrow work out who's fit for selection. Um, look at MK Dons. Definitely do your homework on the opposition. And then I've got to try and think of a team that's going to win the game and give us the best chance of winning the game. Um, I'd like to think 
that we will get a reaction on Saturday um, that's a positive one, that we want to be on the front foot, show that there's a desire within the change room anyway. So I'd like to think we, you'll see that in the team. Um, and I'd like to see us play, play football, but play football to, to win games. It came as a surprise to everyone at the club, including the players. He's defender Connor Masterson. I came in this morning, half ten, expecting to meet about the game the other night, like we usually do. And uh, yeah, the gaffer just told us that um, that he'd be parting ways with the club. He came into the dressing room and spoke to us and uh, told him that obviously he got sacked. And uh, it is what it is. And uh, we were all a bit shocked, obviously, but this is football, so... I think we were doing all right, but listen, that's football. It's above our heads as players. We have to be professional and uh, get on with, our, on with our jobs, as they say, and we've got a big game on Saturday. He was a top person, to be honest, first and foremost. He was a great person. We all really got on with him. Maybe he was well-respected. But like, like I said, uh, the football world, that's just what it is, and uh, we have to get on with our jobs. It is a big game for us on Saturday. Like, was, if we win, we go, I think it's second. So, like, we need to really focus ourselves tomorrow and obviously get ready for the game against MK Dons. It's a clean slate and uh, everybody has an opportunity now, you know, it's a totally different different situation to obviously what we were in. So, like, yeah, everybody has a chance. The Jules have gone three games without a win and are eighth in League Two. Kickoff tomorrow is at three. Also making news today, the boss of one of Kent's oldest family firms has pleaded guilty to stalking after putting a tracker on his ex-girlfriend's car. Graham West, who runs West Welks in Whitstable Harbour, used the GPS data to follow his former partner. The victim has described how it's impacted her life, saying it's knocked her confidence. Widower West is a high-profile figure in Whitstable as the boss of the company, which has a 150-year history of selling shellfish from the harbour. The 61-year-old will face court for sentencing next month. Kent Online News. A man who used his car to attack two soldiers in Maidstone will appear in court for sentencing today. Anthony D. Prose deliberately drove into a group outside the Society Rooms pub in November last year. One victim was left with life-changing head injuries. The 29-year-old from Church Close in Ashford was found guilty of attempted murder. A search is underway for a 15-year-old girl who's gone missing from Swanley. Madison Scott disappeared yesterday and has links to Tunbridge Wells. She may also have travelled to London or Buckinghamshire. You you can see her picture at Kent Online. Four men have been jailed after police found more than 2,000 canisters of laughing gas in Chatham. Officers searched a property in Rochester Street in January of 2020 and also seized more than £30,000 in cash. The men from Maidstone, Ashford and Chatham have been locked up for a total of more than 12 years. Investigations have been launched after a dead rabbit was found wrapped in cling film in Sittingbourne. It was discovered by a member of the public on Tuesday on a footpath near Manor Grove. Anyone with information is urged to contact the RSPCA. Kent Online News. Hospitals in Kent are set to welcome back midwives after their course fell apart due to issues over safety training. Students were left in limbo after the Nursing and Midwifery Council pulled accreditation for the program at Canterbury Christchurch Uni this year. A new partnership means they'll be able to finish their studies at William Harvey Hospital and QEQM. A campaign has criticised bosses in Kent for not providing enough accommodation for the traveller community. Gypsy Council Director Joseph Jones says more permanent sites are needed as new laws mean they can be evicted from unauthorised encampments. Local authorities insist they've met or exceeded the target number of pitches. Now, it might be October, but temperatures could hit the mid-20s in Kent this weekend. It's thanks to some high pressure bringing hot weather
weather from Europe. A record temperature for the month was reached in Gravesend back in 2011 when it got to almost 30 degrees. Nicola Everett has been speaking to Craig Snell from the Met Office who says we won't get quite that high this weekend. As we've gone through the last day and especially as we go towards the weekend, we've seen an area of high pressure begin to build in from the south, um, from the near continent. The continent has been very warm for the time of year. We've had record-breaking heat across parts of Spain, France, and that heat is going to drift its way um, towards us as we go through the next few days. So each day as we head towards the weekend, we will see an increase in of temperatures. And, and really, by the weekend, it's going to probably feel more like August than uh, early October. Are we going to be hitting any records at all? I was having a look back, actually, as to how warm it's been over in October over previous years. I was quite surprised. Yeah, so, so our, our record for the UK um, is 29.9 degrees, so just, just shy of 30 degrees. That was back in 2011. That was on the first of the month. So you always, when we kind of go into an autumn month, it's always going to be like the beginning of the, the month where we would see the, the highest temperature. So we're, we're a week away from that now. So last time where we can really compare it was, was back in 2018. We had uh, 26 and a half degrees around on the 13th of October 2018. So we may well see something similar this time. So a good five years ago since we, we've kind of seen uh, this type of heat at this point in the year. But based on that then, is it quite unusual? And can we class this officially as an Indian summer if it only lasts for a couple of days? Officially with the Indian summer, if you speak to different people, they will have different kind of um, definitions of an Indian summer. The main one, what we tend to use is is that we have to have a, a proper cold spell before we can call call an Indian summer. And, and as I'm sure many of us know, September certainly was not cold and we've not really had a frost. So, so technically it doesn't quite meet the criteria. And how long is it going to last, Craig? I guess that's the important question. Um, well, certainly it's going to last throughout the weekend. It does look like Monday, Tuesday could also just continue to see the, the, the warmth hanging on, on, especially across Kent. Uh, but then as we kind of go towards the middle of the week, it does look like uh, the kind of temperatures will kind to go back down to where they should be for the time of year so so kind of around the uh, high teens so between 17 18 degrees may also come with a little bit of rain but for the weekend and the very beginning of next week it, it's certainly going to probably be feeling more like summer uh, rather than almost mid-autumn now yeah and you mentioned there about the the high pressure bringing those hot temperatures from europe can we put this down to to climate change is this a result of, of climate change generally do you think uh it's always uh tricky to uh, pinpoint one exact uh, weather event to uh, climate change but what we do know is that uh the globe globe as a whole is, is certainly warming up and and we expect these type of extremes um, to become more and more common. So to kind of get nearer to records and, 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 and uh, kind of just unusual weather events should become more common. And I'm sure most people have probably seen that over the last few years with, with kind of either broken heat records or broken rainfall records. So, so that type of thing will, will kind of uh, continue whether or not this is, is related to that or just, you know, a natural variation in, in the uh, uh, kind of weather for the UK is a little bit more tricky. This time of year, we still got some heat left in from the summer. So um, it's not, as I said, our record is 29.9 for October. So it's not, you know, completely, um, you know, out the question that we should see this this time of year, but it's the frequency of it is probably what we're seeing more of. So as I said in the last uh, five years, we've, we've had this. If you probably go back to the 70s, it probably was maybe more like a once in a 10 year event. It's now kind of once in a five year event. And as we go into the future, might become more and more common. Um, so every October, we might kind of start to see this. Kent Online News.
The library at the Dover Discovery Centre is set to close for more than a year as it undergoes major improvements. It'll be closed from October 30 until December next year. Library services and the registration of births and deaths will be moved to Dover Gateway, less than a mile away. Residents in Ashford say they fear for the future of a patch of land after their application to have it designated as a village green was turned down. There were calls to keep the green space in the pasture in Kennington, safe from potential future development. The push was decided dismissed by Kent County Council. A shopping centre in Tunbridge Wells, which was opened by Princess Diana, is being bought by the local council. Local bosses will be buying Royal Victoria Place in the town centre outright. They say they're committed to keeping it going. A prospective buyer has been found for the old offices of Canterbury's local authority, with the site expected to be flattened and turned into housing. Council will move into the new premises in the city centre at the end of this year, leaving the military road site free for development. Now, a group of motorcyclists have been given permission to turn a disused pub in Dover into their new base. They'll meet at the former Cherry Tree, despite fears over noise. The group will also be able to serve alcohol, show films and play music until 1.30 in the morning on Fridays and Saturdays. Lee Vickers is from the Goat House. Very pleased, to be honest. I mean, there was a restriction on the hours, but that's perfectly acceptable because it's a livable area. And what about the, the neighbours concerned about noise? Uh, well, the neighbours didn't actually understand what we were trying to open up. They thought we were opening up a club. Um, but it purely is just a social hub for people to meet up, have a drink, a chat. So the noise music is not going to be a problem. The pub on London Road dates back to the 1700s. It became the Kingfisher in 2006 and was later turned into a betting shop. Kent Online News. Head to Kent Online to see pictures of a house in Kent that's been cleaned for the first time in 20 years. It belonged to a hoarder and was so dirty, builders refused to go in. A couple from Ashford who own a cleaning company were called in to transform it. Follow Kent Online on socials to see how the new Stockbury roundabout is taking shape. More than £90 million is being spent on upgrading the busy junction to try and ease congestion. Part of the roundabout's closed for the next two months, which has been causing delays. Customers across the county have been making sure Wilco staff go out with a bang as the last branch in Kent closed its doors yesterday. In Chatham on Tuesday, workers at the Pentagon store were filmed doing the hokey-cokey. Staff members in Thanet were bought drinks at the local pub to bid farewell. The Sittingbourne outlet was the last to go, with employees heading out to celebrate years of working on the high street. And with Halloween just weeks away, there's plenty of opportunities to go pumpkin picking across Kent. Pumpkins are expected to be bigger than normal this year. I've been speaking to James Kemsley, farm manager of Raynham's Pumpkin Moon. He says it's down to excellent growing conditions. We've had quite a good growing season, to be fair. Um, they went in really well back in late May, um, so back into moisture, um, which obviously gets the seed off germinating straight away. And then we've sort of had steady, wasn't the best summer, but we've obviously had very dry ones the last few years. So um, we've had sort of steady rain, bit of sunshine, and then it's just throughout September and um, we've actually had, we had quite a good September um, for like heat and everything. So yeah, just finished them off quite nicely. Um, some really good size ones. Um, probably for s- supermarket growers, they're probably almost too big. Some of them will be too big. So, But for us, that's, that's not a bad thing. So, why would, um, why would a pumpkin be too big? I didn't think that was a, a thing that could happen. No, I wouldn't. I mean, that's what customers want. But unfortunately, the supermarkets, they have a same fruit and everything. They have a certain size they want, specification. Um, so when they buy stuff in on um, like pallets and stuff, 
there'll be X amount of pumpkins of the same size. They're like everything uniform um, for the customers. But that's why we have so much wastage when it comes to like certain, you do see some supermarkets now trying to make a bit of an effort. There'll be cheaper stuff and there'll be wonky shapes and stuff. Um, but yeah, the supermarkets are, are real, are real. Um, I wouldn't want to be growing for supermarkets, put it that way. Not for pumpkins, anyway. Okay, so I was going to say, so for you guys, that's not a concern. The bigger, the better. No, for us, we pick your own. So everything's grown in the field. A um, hundred different varieties of squash, pumpkin, gourd. Um, and like the whole point is that anyone can just, any customer that pays the, um, buys a ticket, they can go in there and they can pick whatever they like or they can leave whatever they like. Kent Online News. And now taking a look at what's on in the county this weekend, it's Sam Laurie. If you're missing the festival fever of the summer, then you're in luck. There are a couple of brilliant festivals taking place this week that should banish those post-summer blues. For those who love traditional toe-tapping music, the Tenterton Folk Festival is well underway and continues all weekend long. There are free pub gigs popping up all over town, as well as ticketed concerts, music workshops, sing-arounds, sea shanties, street food and a craft fair. The festival, which is celebrating its 30th year, will take place all over Tenterton until Sunday. And this weekend also sees the launch of the Faversham Fringe. The comedy and live performance festival is just bursting with stand-up comics, sketch shows, comedy theatre, improv groups and more. There's something for all ages, from comedians testing out their risky new material to family-friendly laughs and daytime shows. The festival opened yesterday, but don't worry because it continues for practically the whole month, with the last performance taking place on the 28th of October, so there's plenty of chances for you to catch some great new comedy. Speaking of comedy, this month's Live at the Marlow takes place on Saturday, with the hilarious Fern Brady headlining Canterbury's regular comedy club, and there are still some tickets left. The Marlow will also be putting on one of the most famous murder mysteries of all time next week. Agatha Christie's And Then There Were None is the best-selling crime novel in history and the gripping whodunit has now been adapted for the stage. It's showing at the theatre from Tuesday until next Saturday and there are only a few seats left so make sure you snap them up if you want to see it. And finally, for something a little different, this weekend we'll also see the return of the annual Rochester Art Fair. The huge collection of artwork from local artists and those who work further afield will be setting up shop at the Corn Exchange from Friday to Sunday and it's the perfect place for art lovers to find their new favourite pieces and chat to the creatives behind them. That's about it for this week, but make sure you check Kent Online's What's On section to find out about the latest events happening near you. Kent Online Sports. Looking ahead to the weekend, England are taking on Samoa in their final group game at the Rugby World Cup tomorrow. Kent's Alex Mitchell and Ben Earl are both in the starting lineup. England have already secured their place in the quarterfinals. Kickoff is at 4:45. That's all from us today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. You can also get the details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk. And while you're there check out the latest pub review from the secret drinker have a lovely weekend news you can trust this is the kent online podcast